Did you know this podcast is powered by Acast? Acast is the home of podcasting. For creators looking for freedom to grow their listeners and make money too. And creative brands looking for smart ways to advertise. Podcasters and advertisers in the know know Acast. It's time you did too. Visit Acast.com to find out more. Acast. For the stories. Toplessrobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted, man. What the fuck? How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 106 of the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm Kaylin. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm Brooks. I'm Dan. <laughs> were, were you trying to uh, to sub, to like cut in line there, Kaylin? Is that what? <laughs> I think that was the the highest in the order I've ever gone. <laughs> I, I'm always like, well, I'm the new guy. I'll wait till everyone else has said it. But I saw an opening. I'm only upset. I'm only upset because you didn't. You didn't try to beat Ryan. Just one week, someone else. Or if you guys were lagging. Just one week, someone else does the intro, and I'm like, oh, what the oh the shit! <laughs> I quit. <laughs> you just come out immediately. <laughs> fuck this! Fuck, fuck this. you guys! <laughs> I think there was one time I took it from you, and that's because you were all making fart noises into your microphone. So I just started the episode. Yes, that was great. That was great. And Good appropriate to talk about because it is our two year anniversary. We have been doing this every week for two years. Oh my God. I, I would make the fart noises with my mouth right now, but my beard always gets in the way. So that's 112 episodes. No, two years would be, I mean, technically it should be 104 episodes because there's 52 weeks. In, or are there 56 weeks in a year? Well, 52 or like, 56, isn't no. it 52? Wait, are we talking about 2020? Well, <laughs> there's 52 weeks in a year. The, uh, it's not 56. How many Sundays were no, in a year? No, there's 26 pay periods in a year. I, th- <laughs> I remember it because money. <laughs> wow, I've just living a lie (laughs) (laughs) and so i don't know why uh episode 104 wasn't our two-year anniversary but uh i looked at the post date of our first episode and it was september 27th which is the same date as today and that's when we were releasing episodes on thursdays i think happy birthday yeah, I think it I think it fits the overall theme of our general incompetence. So yeah, it's cool. We're capable. Can't even get the fucking birthday right. <laughs> <laughs> Go back in time. You should give every episode a random number. Yeah, right. Edited them all. It's too much work for a joke. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, we we named the, we we named episode sixty nine nice. So it's true. True. It's true. <laughs> Um, but I suppose we should probably talk about the biggest news of this week, uh, which is Microsoft buying ZeniMax. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm curious about the fallout of that's going to happen from this deal. The fallout? Uh, I mean, you know, that company's just going to spiral into oblivion. I'm only. Uh, <laughs> um, let's talk about the good for a second. That means for the first time. Uh, Obsidian and uh, Bethesda are under the same umbrella, so New Vegas 2 is a possibility. Doubt it. It's a possibility. they should bring New Vegas to the Switch! Yes! Um, The bad. We've got further conglomeration of AAA game studios. You know, it's all world building for Cyberpunk 2077 anyway. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like, just, they just got to delay it a few more months. Yeah. It could be, you know, good. I mean, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I was going to say it could be good added resources for Bethesda, but Bethesda's already a fucking behemoth. And Zenimax <laughs> already practiced really shitty business practices, as I've talked about numerous times on the podcast before, in trying to yep. force smaller studios into acquisition. And so, now they've been acquired. Yeah. Now Microsoft. Wasn't, uh, Donald Trump's brother on the board of directors of uh, Zenimax? Yes. The one that died, right? Yeah. 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 Wrong kid yeah. dad. <laughs> so i mean <laughs> i was seen dan laugh in a while quotes um it could be good who knows and it, it just speaks to microsoft's uh goal in like it seems like they're pushing for these studio acquisitions uh, almost expressly to build out the library that's ultimately going to be on Game Pass. And they're compensating. They're really kind of pushing Game, Game Pass. Pass subscription is going to go to Skyrim every month. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, right. play Skyrim on my Xbox. Todd Howard wins again. <laughs> Everyone Todd must Howard. buy Skyrim every month. <laughs> soon, uh, soon Elon Musk and Todd Howard are going to uh, join forces and make microchips that we can play in our brains so we can always play Skyrim. It's true. <laughs> All the time. Just in our Skyrim. Even when you want to stop, you can't. <laughs> with, with that fucking microchip that Elon Musk is making, every morning when you wake up, it's the wake-up scene in the beginning of Skyrim. <laughs> like, it just fades in. How good you are. Yeah, i Oh my god. Hey, that is one step closer to literally turning my life into a shit post. So, <laughs> so of course you're all for it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. There is no life, only Skyrim. Um and I don't know if you guys have heard this one. Uh I stumbled across it. It's almost certainly one hundred percent bullshit. But there is a conspiracy theory that Microsoft is aiming to buy Sega next. Oh, I saw they they had to for the GamesCon in Japan. They had to like say we're not making any acquisition news because everyone was like talking about it. That's funny. Yeah. So I can see it happening. Microsoft's been buying up developers. But you you have to understand the reasoning. 
Right. So this is the internet looking too hard at Microsoft tweets. Oh no. Yeah. What you mean internet lo- looking at something a little too hard? I don't believe that for a second. So like Microsoft not the internet, I know. Microsoft yeah. um tweeted out a picture of uh, a blue controller because you can do all the customized, you know, uh colors and stuff through their shop. And they said something it was like something along the lines of uh, still iconic. And they're like still iconic Sonic Oh, for fuck's sake. And uh, they did a swatch match on the color of blue of that controller they tweeted, and it's a match for the color blue that's used in the Sega logo. Uh, And during a recent Microsoft press conference, someone was wearing a Sonic the Hedgehog shirt. Oh, wow. It's not like, you know, people just don't like Sonic or anything like that. Sonic sucks. Like I said. He was forgotten until Microsoft bought him. It is... (laughs) A weak argument. It is a very weak argument. Yeah, I'm yeah. honestly, if anyone's gonna buy Sega, it's gonna be Nintendo for that ultimate final flex. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just like, especially because like <laughs> Sega's not like a super huge name in the West anymore. I know it's still like a household name in Japan. Like I know Sega didn't really lose a lot of its Japanese popularity. Microsoft bought it like. Are they just, if they did that, were they just trying to get like into the Japanese audience or what? That's kind of what I was thinking. The reason that it would be a legitimate smart move is because Xbox doesn't hold any clout still today in Japan. Yep. So they're looking to buy that clout maybe. And Tyler, you say it's weird, but you got to remember Sony. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I understand, but it's, yeah, it's weird how it's not just they don't hold Microsoft doesn't hold cloud like Xboxes are hard to push in Japan. Like, yeah, they do not. It's because they're really working on it. For the so next one. what are what are the most popular Japanese games? Any number of JRPGs and Monster Hunter, none of which have graced Xbox ever. They've made some attempts at at bringing JRPGs over to the uh, to Xbox and they were not good games uh no. with the exception of maybe eternal sonata or lost odyssey yeah so they don't push games that are system movers in japan so they have no pop popularity in japan yeah microsoft goes hard for the fucking fps american bros audience you know yeah it's just how it is yeah yeah and that audience uh, I, like didn't even exist until the original Xbox came around, and then you had a whole bunch of Halo Bros. Meanwhile, like me, I, I'm like I remember when Halo was originally slated for the Apple, you know, for Mac, and then it eventually was going to come out on PC while all my friends and I were playing Unreal Tournament at LAN parties. You know, like it's. Okay, Grandpa, it's time to go to bed now. Where's your cane, Ryan? <laughs> no, but like at the time, it was like, you know, we were seeing screenshots of, uh, and I, I've talked about this story plenty of times, like seeing screenshots of Halo um, where you could like be on the warthog and a friend could be driving while a friend could be shooting and shit like that. And it was like, that's fucking rad. And it looked rad. And then they delayed it because they decided it was going to be Xbox. So it changed systems three times. Uh, and <laughs> by the time it came out on Xbox, PC gamers already had an Unreal Tournament that had that feature, which was the main reason to want to play Halo for us back then. 
So it was like, fuck it, no. And then Xbox came out and I'm, I'm like, it's an Intel processor with an NVIDIA graphics card. This is just a computer. I'm not interested. Yeah, see, I didn't think about that because I was like, you know, 10. <laughs> like, Ooh, funny big green man shoot gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, it looks like Starship Troopers. You, you kind of aged yourself immediately by starting that sentence out with, or that whole thing out with, it was on the Apple. <laughs> In land now Microsoft owns two funny green men who shoot guns. <laughs> it was, and it was back when uh, Mac, it was back the when guy. Mac was, oh, trying, when Mac was They're trying to establish uh, themselves as a viable gaming platform. Um, because uh, around the same time, that actually a, a little while after uh, Halo was originally shown off to be, you know, for Mac, Doom 3 was shown off exclusively on G4 hardware, on Macintosh G4 hard, hardware. So Mac, like oh Macintosh was trying to buy in real hard on partners to show them uh, themselves <laughs> as a viable gaming option back then. And the rest is history. Yeah, they did not <laughs> succeed in doing so. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe someday I'll want an Xbox again. I had the first one. The whole reason, the only reason that I ever wanted, real real uh, good. The only reason I ever wanted the first one was because of Jet Set Radio Future. I fell in love with that game on Dreamcast, and when you know it it was uh, coming out on Xbox, that's literally the only reason I ever owned an Xbox was for Jet Set Radio Future. That was a startup title, too. I, I think I remember getting that with Sega GT 2002. Yeah, they did a bundle pack, like a two-pack. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if Microsoft buys Sega, we get new Jet Set Radio? Man, I don't think anything is going to get us new Jet Set Radio. No, <laughs> they already just don't understand the concept of love, okay? <laughs> we're, already, we're already effectively getting that anyway. We're getting that spiritual successor yeah. that they even got the same composer for, so... That's, yeah, that's what you got to look forward to. I'm stoked on that for sure. Um, but yeah, so uh, Game Pass Ultimate is already a great deal. Um, you know, 15 bucks a month and you get access on PC and on Xbox to a ton of games and they're good games. And the ones that are through Microsoft Partner Studios are available day one on Game Pass. So like. I watched Dan, like last time Dan was over a few weeks ago, I watched him just play through Battletoads from beginning to end, like the day after Battletoads. Falling down. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brooks. Would you like me to talk yeah. about this instead? Should yeah, I turn this into an ASMR podcast? I'll turn my volume down. I apologize. Here we go. I'll just... No, no, no. I just <laughs> want to turn all of you guys down at once, and I didn't feel like using my hands. <laughs> So I, I, I think it's ultimately good for Microsoft, obviously, and could translate to good for the consumer because it's just going to pad out Game Pass. It also makes you have more of a reason to get Xbox, I guess. Like one of the biggest complaints that people have with uh, Xbox's library is that there aren't a lot of exclusives. So now they kind of opened up a... A window to there being more exclusives. So. so that's kind of my concern is whether everything that so like what does that mean that the next Doom is going to be an Xbox exclusive? I hope not. Okay, so all the the the, the titles or all the the companies that 
came with the Zenimax umbrella. The only games that are slated for any sort of release in the next three years are already contractually PlayStation exclusives like Deathloop and uh, there's another one. Yeah, um, and but they have right, said that they're going to really honor good. that Deathloop uh, exclusivity. So, yeah. So, I mean, Elder Scrolls and Star... Starfield other, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, the new... like, those are still four years off. Yeah. So, like, it's a long, it's a long play, but I don't... Besides getting some... All those things, all those old games on Game Pass, you know unlimited access like it's not going to pay off for a while i wouldn't imagine yeah good point probably um and yeah i i just don't know how to feel about it i really don't it just kind of reeks of desperation at the core of it you know like i said at the top uh it's uh you know fucking conglomerate it's a mega conglomerate you know kind of thing like it, it is it a is, power play. It is the dystopian future of the illusion of choice, single owner, you know, shit. Like, I, I, I don't know how I feel about that. And uh, it, it further, you know, as if I hadn't already been like super driven towards indie games for the past, you know, several years already. Like this, pretty much just assures that I'm way more indie game than AAA. No, it's going to be great. Oh, yeah. We finally make the transition into cyberpunk dystopia. We'll have all the crippling debt, buying everything from one company, but we won't have any cool arm blades. So it's going to be pretty <laughs> shitty. Elon but Musk says you. Step- Elon Musk and is we'll going to be able to step in and make that happen. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying and we'll is we'll be able to stream anything anytime we want, but we won't actually own anything. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of how it already is. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, technically, we don't own anything right now. We own licenses to things. Regular reminder that you are licensing every game that you own. <laughs> Microsoft has allowed me to violate the terms and agreements on my body and occasionally have two cookies. <laughs> Speaking of super duper mega corporations putting games into your brain, Amazon just announced a new yeah. cloud based system. Nova. Who's excited for that? Uh, I signed up to access it. I signed up to try it out. uh, Well, we know you did, Ryan. (laughs) I have to try try everything. (laughs) That's just not even a surprise at this point. (laughs) When was the last time you dusted off that Stadia? Uh, A couple of weeks ago, because I have the controller for it. I just haven't been playing anything that's on uh, Stadia lately. Uh, My focus has shifted. Uh, actually, in recent days, my focus has shifted to reading. Whoa! <laughs> See, I'm. You have to wear. Re- do you wear reading glasses? <laughs> no, I do not. No, I have yeah, perfect vision. Sure, no, he has some readers. He just uh, vision, except for those colors you can't see, fool. <laughs> Now, Ryan increases the size of the text on his Kindle so he can see better. <laughs> the big brown bear. <laughs> um, I was going to say, Ryan, sad sack look won't work on me because if I do this, all I see is splotches of color and nothing else. <laughs> and if I do this, then I cease to be cool, so... <laughs> Yeah, um, I got a uh, uh, Kindle 
uh, Paperwhite um, through a website called Unclaimed Baggage. And uh, it like they buy in bulk from uh, airports um, and uh, uh, from the you know lost stuff and refurbish them, basically clean them up. Really nice. It was like 40 bucks. Uh, really decent little little thing. So I, yeah, I was I was poking around on the website earlier this week after you sent us the link and and there's some neat stuff there. I, I, I immediately went to the unusual item section because of course I would, you know. Yeah, of course. <laughs> this pet and dog used but cleaned fleshlight. Unclaimed <laughs> <laughs> <to> dildos. <laughs> My favorite. I'm willing. Like, there's gotta be right. Like, there's gotta be. If you lose your dildo, like somehow, on a trip, what if it's like? A, are you what, going what like to the lost and found thing? for it? You know, so you I know mean, how like some truckers like like put like stuffed animals on the fronts of their trucks and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, what if the airport terminal guys like tie all the dildos they find <laughs> like to the front of the little luggage carts? Oh, that that's just the dong oh, wall. You want room thirty four? <laughs> <laughs> In the absence of uh, of uh, Badumch, you get the air horn. That was good. I'll take it. It's more hype anyway. (laughs) Um, but yeah, uh, I immediately downloaded uh, uh, like all the books that my friends have written because apparently several of my friends have become fairly accomplished authors over the past couple of decades. Oh, you're friends with the guy who wrote the phone book? <laughs> no, he's actually friends with the fortune cookie dude. No, uh, my friend uh, <laughs> Melissa Felavino uh, released uh, her book uh, Tomboy Land, which is a series of essays that's uh, actually very good. Um, uh, like, really quite good. Um, she's always been a bit of a tomboy and uh, uh, talks very candidly about, like, her kind of struggling with her own identity and her own sexual identity and uh, things like that and growing up. So uh, it's a collection of essays and growing up in the Midwest and not really knowing what you are and uh, kind of dealing with the assumptions of other people and being, you know, misgendered as sir because you're a tomboy, even though she's cis, you know, and and uh, yeah, it's it's a really good read. Um, will, you, uh, will you send me a link to that? Yeah. So I'll, um, I'll give that a read. My uh, another friend from high school, uh, Patty Templeton, uh, wrote uh, an Americana horror story called "There Is No Lovely End," uh, which I'm really looking forward to getting into. Um, and uh, a friend of mine, uh, uh, Sarah Taj, uh, wrote a young adult book series <laughs> called uh, "Dead Mall." that I'm looking forward to diving into because I used to love the shit. Like I used to eat up shit like goosebumps and, you know, aliens oh, yeah. uh, ate my teacher or whatever the fuck that series was. And yeah. Stories from the wayside school. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what Sarah came up with. Since you're talking about books, now I have to talk about something that you talk about. Uh, <laughs> So the computer part thing for the other computer thing did the computer thing and now the computer part that I'm talking about, <laughs> the one thing last year. I ordered the uh, thing day one. It, kind of, you know. I started uh, playing a game and then I put it away immediately after. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, uh, did order a 12 terabyte hard drive and 
installed a 12 terabyte hard drive into my new computer. Which is nice. I know what that is. <laughs> of which I <laughs> currently big. Of which I currently have six terabytes free. I, I installed it several days ago and I've already filled it halfway up. Hell yeah. So just can make a just make armor out of all of the, all of the old hard drives that you have. I, I knew this dude who No like, joke. Here, <laughs> I'll just start. I, I knew this. I knew this. Building this, it. This this guy who put old like computer parts on his like leather jacket. I see him. I used to see him at punk shows every now and then. They're kind of cool. That's rad. That's uh, very. I've been worried about that. But there's a lot of very sharp computer internals that like. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was all. It was, it was all like like kind of bigger pieces and things were sanded down so they weren't weren't sharp. Okay. And it just kind of looked. Now I'm just like uh, imagining some dude running around with like a big old CRT like <laughs> I got microprocessors like, to go with my micro <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, 32 core, 4.8 gigahertz. Someone's compensating for something. Right. <laughs> Hard drive in the streets. Hard. Drive in the sheets. <laughs> hard drive in the streets. Or if you're having problems, in the sheets. Or if you're like having problems, hard drive in the streets, software in the sheets. <laughs> there it is. That's what I just said. That's what I just said. I no one heard you. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the uh, uh, Xbox. A floppy disk in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Go, go ahead. The Xbox Series X uh, pre-orders went up on Tuesday and uh, were almost, but not quite as much of a shit show as uh, the PlayStation 5 pre-orders. They brought more PlayStation get 5 one? pre-orders. I um, did, of course, yeah. Um, I ended up... Uh, I was worried about it because um, I decided to go the all-access pass route. So that means that my checkout process would have to have an uh, an extra step. So when everyone's trying to go at once, I was wondering if I was going to get through it all because that extra step is a credit check. So, uh, but fortunately, I ended up getting through on, on GameStop. GameStop, since this was planned and this was scheduled ahead of time, they actually had a queuing system on their website. Wow. Wait, actually planning your uh, your pre-order? What, what is that? What's it's that? Not like? just a bunch of people in line at a mall somewhere at eleven o'clock at night. It did not actually work very well. GameStop at midnight. But if you go, if you <laughs> went to GameStop.com on Tuesday, it would say it would. It was a flat image. It said you are in line. Do not refresh this page. And then after a while, it would uh, refresh to the actual website, but it was still slow as fuck. And I had to submit my uh, uh, credit application several times uh, before actually getting it to go through and and getting approved. But uh, yeah, uh, 48 bucks a month, I think. 38 bucks a month. To pay it, and so you don't have to pay down a, a lump sum at all? Um, I mean, technically, I do. Um, the total finance cost comes out to be nine hundred and thirty something dollars, uh, because it is the Xbox Series X, which is five hundred, and then two years of uh, Game Pass Ultimate, uh, and so the two together actually come out to be about nine hundred and fifty dollars. So there's no 
finance charge in that or anything. It's I'm going to be paying for Game Pass Ultimate for two years. I have for the past two. Why I, why would that stop now? So effectively, I'm paying eighteen dollars a month for an Xbox Series X. Not bad. Nice. Yeah, pretty good. I didn't get a PlayStation, and I'm sad. I'm very <laughs> sad about it. I sat there after they announced. Uh, the PS5 second wave of pre-orders on GameStop on Friday, or they announced it Thursday, and right. like we'll have some new ones on Friday. So nine o'clock hit, and I'm like, okay, maybe it's going to be twelve Eastern when they make it available. And I check, I'm like, nope, not there yet. So then, like, pretty much every like half an hour, I'm just like refreshing on this fucking site, and then the next morning comes along, and they do the queue thing, and I'm like, yes, I got, I'm in the queue, great. And then yep. it refreshed and it said, like, it, it, it like broke. And then I'm like, crap, crap. And then I refreshed it and it, they were out of fucking stock. And I'm just like, yep. Awesome. Uh, so you got, still, yeah. It's okay, Tyler. You can play the worn out game of shoots and ladders that Dan have to play until a PS5 falls into the bargain bin or a thrift store. <laughs> <laughs> or off a truck. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> I know several guys. I'm looking at them. Truck. <laughs> and onto a turnip truck, which fell off yesterday. First time that I ever heard that phrase, I had no idea what, it, what falling off a truck meant. And I had just gotten a really good deal on something. I don't even remember what it was. And some guy asked me, oh, did it fall off a truck? And I'm like, no, it wouldn't work if it fell off of a truck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my, <laughs> my, my friend... Our ingenue. Got a couple boxes of uh, like uh, microfiber eyeglass cleaner cloths that literally fell off of a truck. So he gave me oh, like 200 yeah. of them. It was the best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those are dope. That is actually pretty legit. Those I got a whole, bunch of those, a whole bunch of those from when my old company got shut down. We had a whole bunch of branded little microfiber cloths. And I just right, grabbed clean out the supply closet. <laughs> There's I nothing I hate more than having smudges on my glasses, so that was just like all the time. I don't even have glasses. I just wanted the fucking things. <laughs> like this so you're, soft. You're, you're laying me off. I'm taking your microfiber cloths with me. Capitalism at work. <laughs> I don't even wear glasses. I just want the things. <laughs> Almost makes up for my lack of health care and livable wages. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to trade in these microfiber cloths for a vaccine. I'm going to cancer treatment with these microfiber cloths, please. <laughs> <laughs> really all I have left. <laughs> please just look oh, at this ball on my back. <laughs> I went to sit there at the counter at the pawn shop and haggling with the guy on how much money I can get for these microfiber cloths. <laughs> Doctor, I swear they're really clean. You can clean the tumors right out of my body. <laughs> you, you go to the to, to pawn stars like best I can do, fifty cents. But there's a thousand of them. <laughs> It's going to take up some uh, too much spot on the shelf. These things are hard to move. <laughs> you know, you have to think about me here because I can't just be leaving these on the shelf for a whole couple months. So, I mean, normally it'd be like 50 bucks, but I got to give it the best I can do. 
Dollar fitty. <laughs> now you bring me some macro fiber cloths and we can talk. <laughs> <laughs> you mean towels? <laughs> They have a three thread count. <laughs> <laughs> One big yawn. So they just three, three pieces of twine tied together. <laughs> <laughs> Macro fibers in. <laughs> you can use it to dry things off and shine hard metal. I don't even know where I was going with that. Leave me alone. <laughs> shine hard metal. Uh, I had an idea in my head and it disappeared. And, uh, you know Is what? that the name of the next Kingdom Hearts game? Yes. Shine <laughs> hard metal. <laughs> I'll be right back. I gotta go shine some hard metal. <laughs> Is that the Terminator uh, bio- autobiography? Shine I was really hoping. <laughs> yes. No, it's a euphemism for what he does when no one else is around. Yes. Um, yeah, we got that. <laughs> uh, I started that sentence hoping I'd have a, a destination by the end of the sentence, and I didn't. <laughs> so I just panicked. So, anyway, <laughs> Konami has <laughs> Konami. No, I'm drinking. <laughs> Konami All right, check it off your bingo cards at home. Is releasing uh, Metal Gear Solid One and Two on PC, and uh, just did a release of uh, a double pack of uh, Castlevania and Contra on Good Old Games of all the Castlevania games on and Contra games on NES. Meanwhile, the IPs rot in a storage container. Yep. <laughs> right. Did, have they put them on Mac? Because I know like the Day of the Night and a bunch of games like that are on like uh, iPad and stuff like that. Uh, so Symphony of the mobile. Night, yeah, it came out on mobile in general. So that's available on Android and iOS. But I don't know about... It's actually great if you have a controller. It's fucking... Yeah, I mean, it's Symphony of the Night. Uh, I will play it on everything. Yeah, but I don't everything. have a controller for my phone, Ryan. <laughs> have you seen the Razor Kishi? <laughs> I love my Kishi so much. <laughs> so is this how we're doing our 100th episode it's our not our 100th episode this is our two year anniversary we got we give the people what they want here 200 episode konami and uh microsoft are we in a time loop are we in a time loop rocket launcher <laughs> podcast launcher <laughs> <laughs> the crude tons to your word salad. <laughs> okay, so all the NES generation games from Konami are being released on computer, on PC? Yeah, on uh, goodoldgames.com. Uh, the, uh, that's the one that CD Projekt Red owns, right? I think. GOG? Yeah, GOG. I didn't know. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, Somebody owns it that we do like. So, uh... The um, it's the Castlevania and Contra titles that came out on NES in a collection. So, oh boy, how much they cost? Yeah, well, I can just get the ROMs and emulator and stuff. I I I didn't pay close enough attention. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Yeah, seriously though, just uh. 
Konami, Konami. is, is Konami news followed by disappointment. Yeah, pretty much. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Konami is just I honestly I didn't even know that that's what they did. I didn't know that they actually put out some ports of games. I just said boo because I knew you were about to tell me something that was going to suck. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, like, uh, quick question about the, the the MGS one and two thing. Um, are they like just? Is it just like a straight port, or do they do something to it? Pretty sure it's just a straight port. They made it worse somehow. Yeah, just right. Jesus. I mean, they, doing something would imply that Konami would put any effort into video games. That's oh, not that, going to happen. True. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Have you ever wanted to play the old school MGS on your keyboard? Yeah, no. no. Options. No, don't don't even care. Mm. Don't even care. Mm. Just don't uh, care. Uh, though, I mean, in better news is that, uh, I have heard that Konami is approaching a deal with Sony, uh, to further develop, uh, games like Silent Hill and, and things like that. And, Mm -hmm. and I hope that that's real. I, I really, truly hope that that's real. Yeah. It's still just a real deal right now. It's actually uh, a deal for Sony. actually breaks into my house and scares me. <laughs> you think it's to develop IPs, but it's actually so the new PSVR can have uh, Pachinko. <laughs> no, don't put you that son of a bitch. I'm in. Mean, Konami, they got you again. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have an image of my credit card in one eye and an image of the Pachinko machine in the other eye. <laughs> And they even include a mini game in which your wife uh, divorces you for spending <laughs> yeah. all of your your life savings. There's a secondary mini game where you just spend all your last fifty dollars in a bar, drinking sadly and alone. And uh, there's <laughs> the another DLC mini game where the kids alternating weekends. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, another mini game where where you uh, cry, try not to cry while explaining to your child that they can't go to college. <laughs> well, son, if you work really hard, take out a bunch of loans. You too can be an educated person. I say, Tyler, <laughs> calling spending your last fifty dollars drinking sat at a bar a mini game is appropriation of my culture <laughs> but i will not tolerate it <laughs> no, you you waste your last couple of bucks on like one of those like video poker machines because you're at a shitty bar you know and you the, know, the video poker is also like metal gear Solid three theme <laughs> if there weren't people out spending the last of their hard-earned money at the bar i wouldn't have a job it's true it's true i, I don't have a job <laughs> <No>! <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I never thought I'd miss bartending. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, technically, I employ both of you in Topless Robot and pay you in love. Microfiber towels. Let me just call the loan company. Yo, do you accept love as a form of payment for my mortgage? (laughs) No. I love you too, okay? Depends I, on I know kind of that also buys gift cards that I think buys love. <laughs> <laughs> is that how you filled up your uh, six terabyte uh, of hard drive is with love? With, yeah, with, with, love. With, with love. Yeah, exactly. I'm going I'm to give, your, give your phone number to the loan company and say, well, here's my love accountant. He will take care of you very nicely. <laughs> yeah. 
Can I pay my mortgage in my love accounts in Zurich? <laughs> in order, wow, in order sure to avoid, in order to avoid playing love, love tax, I I, <laughs> I pass them off to my offshore love accounts. <laughs> I created a shell company for my love. <laughs> I mean, um, Huey Lewis said it himself. That's the power of love. Uh, dude, love is all, <laughs> all, all you need to know. <laughs> Yeah. Don't take money. <laughs> you sounded kind of yeah. The Beatles don't don't, yeah, don't need no credit card to ride this train. Uh, unless you're in a unless you're playing a Konami game, because then you're exclusive. <laughs> yeah. I want someone to take a fistful of pachinko balls and throw them through Konami's front window at their head office. <laughs> God. Pachinko with death. Skulls. Well, well, speaking speaking of, of, of uh, Japanese games, um, I picked up uh, that Taiko drumming game finally. I want oh, to get that me? so bad. for They have it's it on Switch. Right now. I w- oh. Yeah. yeah it's, it's great. But... Um, <laughs> I, it, so you got the one that has the like does it have the controllers and everything so you got the the peripheral and everything for it or no those peripherals were only produced in japan um so you, can, you have to play with like with like a d-pad you can find them on ebay for actually pretty yeah. inexpensive we uh we have uh we have a hookup uh, in Japan, that my, that could just send them to us directly. So we're nice. probably going to do that. Like, gotta, I, I didn't want to. I only up. spent, I only spent like ten bucks on it because I was like, uh, I don't know. Like, I've always wanted to play these, and but I don't know any of the songs. I still don't know any of the songs, but uh, it's uh, well, I mean, like, like there's some baby metal on there, which is rad. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, it, it's just like. I don't know. It's it's a great time waster. Yeah, I mean, Taiko Drum Master has been around forever. I played a version of it on GameCube. I feel like that was just yeah. I, I, I remember super seeing that one fun. around. Yeah, I I'm, played that the uh, old also. drum guy with the legs and the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, uh, I, I also, my second character. <laughs> I always wondered where he was from. I also I got uh, the Fist of the North Star game because that was only ten bucks. Nice. And How is that? Oh, so have you played a Yakuza game? No. Before? Okay, well, it was made by the same people that made Yakuza, so even the menus are identical to Yakuza. <laughs> so it's See, a Yakuza sure skin. Was... Or, or... Pretty much. I'm not sure if the game was going to suck or not. I only ever saw people play the demo, and all I saw them do was match square a million times when he was doing, like, the fucking rush punching. <laughs> well, you can do that. Um, you can... Uh, most of what I do is, is so far, it's just been, like... <laughs> like pulling off crazy combos, you know, like in the show where it's just like, it'll, it'll take like way longer to kill somebody, but it'll like pause and it'll be like hundred fist, butt wipe kick, you know, or some <laughs> shit like that. And then, uh, which you wipe butt 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 with your fist? and then they explode and then you move on with, with fighting other people. But it's, it's so far, it's just been exactly what I wanted. I just want to, you know, beat people up and make them explode. So is there gore or, yeah, <laughs> I love the Fist of the North Star, the old uh, anime movie. Mm-hmm. Hell oh, yeah, it's dude! So yeah. Bad. it's awesome. They they just put those on Amazon for purchase, like uh, like 
to like for streaming and stuff. So I bought the first season. I mean, it's it's super low quality. There's a but, series. I mean, yeah, it was a show first. Well, it was a manga yeah. first, then it was a show. Then they spliced it together quite poorly, I might add, into movies. I only saw and, the movies. Yeah, the original movie with all the streamy blood and everything, that's on like Tubi and stuff for free. It's amazing. I, I didn't even know there were movie versions of it. I only ever watched the first season of the actual show. Really? Yeah. I, just, you got it. I had you no idea that it was uh, a series. I only watched the yeah. movie. I guess that's... Like the, I'm noticing uh, that the the two old guys know only of the movie because like when we were growing up, it was the movie. Like Fist and the North Star was just a movie. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, when I watched the show, I watched it like decades after the show came out obviously right. yeah i just had no idea that there was a show i i a long time ago i was like i want to know what that meme is and well here we I are want so. you to show me sorry there's a tyler joke. No. <laughs> love is, we have a love accountant tyler <laughs> <laughs> well that's what we pay him for to show us what love is Oh. Uh, indifference, like, what's the exchange rate for indifference? Uh, <laughs> how much love? It doesn't pay dividends, I'll tell you that. So, um, <laughs> another big thing uh, that happened this week is No Man's Sky received another giant update. Uh, and they've been... Gigs. They've been keeping... Uh, actually, weirdly, it's still a small install. It's like a 7 gig install. Well, that's not yeah, bad. Um, but they have hugely, uh, they've doubled the diversity of generated planets. So there's a lot more creatures. You can have volcanic planets now. Uh, there are giant sandworms now. Yeah. They made like caves can go deeper. Oceans can be deeper. Still, every planet I land on has superheated rainstorms. (laughs) (laughs) That never end. It was really weird because I played probably last week and I was on this planet and it wasn't anything special. And then after the update came out, I like logged in to I wanted to see what everything looked like. And the planet looked completely different. There were volcanoes everywhere. (laughs) Just I I was just like herds of animals around me. I'm like, what? This is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, The last time people's bases got fucked, but a lot of stuff was totally overhauled and improved the the last time i was in before the update i had found i i followed a quest path that took me to a broken ship underwater and so i was trying to repair that ship because it's just another free ship and uh, um so i closed after like i you know that was basically my last save was underwater like i had gotten in that ship and tried to fix some shit and then uh got out and i was playing in vr And so after the update, I totally forgot that I had my last save was underwater. And so I pop on the VR and I go in and everything has changed and is a lot more active and diverse. And I'm underwater. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, what am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) I just remembered that uh, um, Untitled Goose Game had an update this week for the multiplayer. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Ghost either came out this week or is coming out soon. 
for yeah, the, I'm not sure. Uh, they, they have like a, it's like a separate, I think like up to four people basically going and fighting demons and shit, which aren't in the actual game. So cool. I still have to get Ghost of Tsushima. I still have not played oh, any yeah, of Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. It is, it is the most gorgeous game. And I know I talked about writing a review. I've just kind of not been uh, doing a lot lately. So <laughs> I will get that done. Uh, I've been working on art instead, uh, you know, therapy and shit. So I uh, yeah. bought a, so I've been super hooked on the Zen that is repair YouTubers. Like, they, you know, uh, buy a bunch of broken consoles and figure out what's wrong with them and, and fix them. And yeah, this the <laughs> so recently I've bought uh, several uh, uh, console, you know, like handhelds, like uh, the, my DSi XL. And I had previously bought a DSi uh, because I wanted the games that came with it. And it was like 20 bucks for the DSi and a bunch of games, which included Sonic mm-hmm. and, and shit like that. And so I, uh, with that DSi, that first uh, blue DSi that I bought, um, it, they said in the description that the right shoulder button didn't work. So I was like, whatever, I, I'll probably, you know, I'll figure out what's wrong. And I crack it open uh, and kind of poke around with some stuff. Couldn't really figure it out, you know, put it back together. And when I put it back together, it suddenly like stopped recognizing the bat- that a battery was put in it. So I noticed that it was an aftermarket battery. So first I bought a new battery for it uh, and that battery still didn't work because when it flashes this amber light, it means that it can't it doesn't detect the battery. So I recently bought a uh, four parts only listing of a DSi and a DS Lite for like 10 bucks and yeah. uh made it you know that showed up and i repaired the first dsi with the parts from the dsi that i got in because that little charge board that also has a d-pad on it um was what went bad so i just transplanted that into the original one and ended up making two uh frankenstein dsis uh, so this one has a bad charge board which i actually have a replacement charge board on its way to me now uh, but I decided to just replace, like, you know, swap parts. So it's like black and blue. The other oh, one is cool. blue up top and then black and then with the blue battery cover. Uh, but the other one works fine now. It works perfectly uh, like a brand new DSi. It works great. So I was very, very I, proud I, of that. Nice. I hate to put this out in the air, but part of me just wanted you to pick pick that up and be like, and I fixed it and then drop it and bring it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. That would be great because then he can get back into his, his happy place and repair it. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It's super zen. Like it's really nice to just kind of like it's also really cool. Like I used to take shit apart all the time when I was a kid and, and figure out how it works and what goes to what and, and stuff like that. And, uh, so it's been really cool to, uh, kind of get back into that. And especially with handhelds, like I, I, I love handhelds. I, I collect handhelds and, um, I actually am very excited because on Tuesday I have, uh, the Mario maker 2DS, coming to me uh which not the 2ds xl which is a clamshell that just 3ds that just doesn't have 2d the fucking doorstop wedge 2ds 
It's such a <laughs> baffling design decision, and I have to own one. Ugh. Why? Because because it's right. <laughs> it's such a bizarre design decision, and it, it's it's just something that that I definitely want. And the uh, Mario Maker one is the only one that's really uh, themed. So like they did a Legend of Zelda pack in where it's like, oh, here's a green 2DS, but there's no Zelda branding on the thing or anything like that. With this, the Mario Maker one, it's yellow and red and has a little red Mario on the face of it and actually looks cool. Near as I can tell, this is the only one that, uh, the only 2DS that came out that has any sort of iconography on it. Hmm. Well, I, I remember seeing those when they first came out, and I was like, "Really? Like, you want to make so you want to make this more inconvenient for me to carry around?" Great. Yeah, um, I just like to imagine that whoever came up with the design for that console was like just having a really difficult time keeping the door open, and he's like, "God, <laughs> yeah. I gotta find." They forgot something. to put the hinges in the design. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh it, man. It's uh, it looks like a tombstone. It's such a <laughs> weird design choice. Like just one of the weirder design choices that that Nintendo has ever made. And uh, it's just a piece of history that that I got to I got to have. But it's broken. So I get to take it apart and kind of, you know, see and twiddle with it and yeah. Looking forward to it. Uh so so how would you how would you rate your your repair skills and then the difficulty in which you're doing so because like i've never actually repaired a console myself before so like is that something that i need to brush up on some stuff first or I, is that something i can just kind of get into it really depends on what you're wanting to get into you know and and also the risk reward kind of element of it right so <laughs> yeah. you know if you've got something that's like clearly garbage that you can kind of practice on and and kind of dig into then then do it. You know, if you want, I'll fucking give you this DS light that I have and you can take that apart and just kind of look and see kind of what all these little pieces do and, and familiarize yourself with the way the ribbon cable systems work and, and how fragile some of those can be and, and shit like that. Um, okay. At this point, I'd, I'd consider myself still fairly beginner, comfortable enough mm. taking apart Joy-Cons and putting new shells on them and yeah. uh, swap and, you know, swapping out boards in in DSIs and, and shit like that. But definitely not to the level of some of the YouTubers who I watch who actually trace mm. down shorts uh, in in the chips and then use heat guns to desolder faulty shorted you know capacitors or chips or things like that and then replace them on the board or like recognize a bad trace and then actually manually run a wire from from uh where that trace fails to where it's supposed to end and and solder Mm -hmm. it like that like that's outside of my current skill set uh but i want to get there because it's all super interesting to me and like once you get to that level it's almost as it's like Nothing is unfixable. Mm. I, uh, yeah, okay. That's it. I don't have any consoles that don't work. 
I mean, I haven't checked. I haven't, I haven't checked on my Saturn in a while, so maybe we'll see if that's that, that's still doing but, something. But you know, what's cool about this is, I mean, you could theoretically get you know a system that you want for way cheap because someone lists it on eBay as a junk system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I've been thinking about that because, like, I, I could get into collecting like that, like collecting some more stuff because, like, I. Uh, I, I I have to fix that fucking uh, that Neo Geo thing I have. Mm-hmm. Like, just missing a button. I'm just missing <laughs> a button. But it drives me crazy because it's the B button, which I need for like every fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately for a system like that, uh, I imagine that parts are not littering eBay. Uh, like a replacement button for that is not easy you know, to find. I have to buy all. I'd have to buy a whole console. Yeah. Uh, like, and I, I, I've kept an eye out for like broken ones for pretty cheap, but it's not like that big of a deal. Cause then I could just use it, use it to fuse, use the other one for parts. So, and despite those being notoriously critically panned, uh, they are still sold very high on it. Like mm-hmm. I, I've looked at uh, the Japanese Yahoo auctions on Sendico and you still can't mm-hmm. get one of those for less than $200. Because the only reason one of them because for collecting purposes. So, <laughs> like, no one actually wants to play those anymore. They just want to collect them. And no, I, I absolutely want to play, play those. Fury. Yeah, I will always want to play play Fatal Fury. I, I ended up picking up like a PS2 collection of like uh, real bout Fatal Fury and a, and like another one uh, for like three bucks on PSN sale this uh, this month. Nice. Yeah, it's good games. Um, so what else uh, has been uh, going on this week that I'm probably forgetting about? Almost certainly forgetting about. Mm-hmm. Been playing Among Us. Oh, that's right. Uh, Which I did download that. I haven't played it yet. Tyler and I played Among Us for the first time on Friday. It is a blast. It was except a for the fact that we it's played. Fun. It was a we lot played of fun. for like. Well, I, well, I already have it on my phone, so I, well, I, I'll figure out how to play it, and maybe we can all do that together sometime. Yes, we hundred percent should do a topless robot Among Us section session because that would be a blast. I mean, it's so memeable right now. It is so memeable. Though we played for like four hours on Friday or something, probably a little bit longer. It was than a, that, yeah, to be yeah it was a little over four hours. And I was only ever the imposter once and it was the last session of the night and then discord and my computer crashed in the middle of it so i didn't even get to enjoy it four hours where i was just doing fucking tasks the entire time and i'm just like and everyone's like it's tyler it's tyler i'm like look i want it to be me too (laughs) yep And nothing it, would please me more than the, lying my ass off to you. But the whole I time I was joking about I'm voting Tyler every single time. I'm voting Tyler every single time. That last round, we were doing two imposters with eight players and Tyler and I were the imposters. Yeah, so yep. that game has been out for a couple of years now. Yeah, it's so it weird that it blew up. Yeah. And so they canceled. They had just announced Among Us 2. They canceled it so they can just keep working on Among Us 1 because it's so popular now. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they... um, And from my understanding, like, that studio is basically calling it quits. Yeah, they killed it. 
the, the it, it has been held together by just some you know very uh uh you know uh very hopeful <laughs> devs yeah passionate devs uh who believed in their product and yeah. uh they should have they absolutely should have because it, and i don't know i guess someone started streaming it and it just took off and it's great. That's it, a ton of fun. It's uh, I, I mean, anything that borrows that whole mafia werewolf, you know, kind of vibe is great. It's it's always t- going to be tons of fun. I, I also it. just like stories like that because that's the same thing that happened with Motion Twin. The people who made Dead Cells, if Dead Cells didn't succeed, they were just calling it quits. That was it. Shit, and that's Dead a, Cells fucking blew up. Same thing that happened with Final Fantasy. Yeah. True. Yeah. There's a reason it's called Sometimes. Final Fantasy. <laughs> I, I have such a special love for Motion Twin, though. I know we've talked about it a couple of times, but look, they have like a, a weird communal anarchy structure to their company that no other company ever has <laughs> done, as far as I know. Yeah. And I want them to succeed forever because of that. Um, there is a new update to uh, Dead Cells. Well, relatively new. It came out within the past month. Um, the barrels of fun. Yeah. Uh, that adds uh, a lot of stuff. I feel like I, when I watch, uh, when I look f- at game footage of of that game, like people playing that game, I feel like I've never played the same. I have never played the game that they're playing. Because mm. it's insane. It's absolutely insane where, like, what it eventually gets to. Um, mm. And. and I suck. I'm I'm not great. I, I definitely it took me over a year to f- actually beat it on my own. Uh, without Dan time. tasing you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did we ever release that? I think we did. I, I don't think we did. No, but... I'm pretty sure we at least released the first episode. Um, I think we are waiting to make a intro. Nope. <laughs> not, I'm pretty sure the first episode is out and has been for a while. Uh, of get good where Dan tases me and Tyler while we play Dead Cells. Uh, I'm pretty sh- yeah, I'm pretty sure we 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 released that. So, um, uh, completionist actually did Gerard uh, did a video on uh, Dead Cells, and uh, you know cells. he actually <laughs> completed it at least for now. He he said that uh, he's been working on completing it for you know a year. <laughs> And they keep adding content. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Motion Twin fucking rules. Yeah, they've been doing great. <laughs> they've been really doing uh, great with support on that game. Yep. Also, they, 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 and they make that get jokes, so it makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Barrels they, of Fun. Barrels of Fun oh, and sorry, update uh, also adds... Um, uh, like chiptune comp- uh, versions of all the songs in the game. So you can switch mm-hmm. the the music to be more uh, oh, 8-bit chiptune. soundtracks. Yeah. I love I love it. Anytime a game gives decides that they're like, you know what? The music in this game fucking slaps. Here's an alternate version of that. Yeah. It's just like... <laughs> it's very cool. It's very, very cool. Uh, you were going to say, though, Bruce? Oh, um, Streets of Rage 4 got an update, I think, this week as well. I checked it out yesterday for anyone that still plays that. Like uh, a content <laughs> update? No, they, they like... they like The kangaroo. Uh, no, unfortunately. 
<laughs> you tried. They, uh, they, they, uh, they kind of adjusted the difficulty a bit. Okay. You know, because I guess there were some people that were complaining that, you know, it was too hard. Yeah, but didn't, wasn't it a weird difficulty adjustment? Like, didn't they make some of the, like, earlier and, like, smaller enemies harder or easier? Yes. They made, like, they made the final bosses harder, right? Yeah. Yeah, they, they made the final boss, like, super hard. I, I haven't got, I haven't seen it for myself yet because I, I started it up last night. Um, and, and I think they also gave Axel another move or replaced something. I don't remember. Hmm. Um, the, I should say the, the in-game, uh, Streets of Rage 4 Axel. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it, the, the, it, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. I don't I remember, I remember, I remember it being some like controversial balance tweaks, like things that I wouldn't have expected. Hmm. Yeah. And like, yeah, I mean, it, it certainly kicked my ass the first time I played it, but that's what Streets of Rage does. You <laughs> yeah. To, yeah. You have to get good. <laughs> the streets are full of rage. That's right. They are. Yeah, rage. Yes, it is a super fun game. Um, fighting streets. Um, fighting streets on fighting rage. Streets. The rage against the street. <laughs> the the uh, zombie uh, virus in Twenty Eight Days Later. Rage. Yep. Rage. Uh, so. Um, it's been two years. It has been two years. We've been doing this for two <laughs> years. Every single week. You know, two years. This last year. Very long time. Four years, but, you know. <laughs> That's insane. It's really crazy. It's been two years already. Um, I and can't believe I had it. Really last year. Kalen, uh, Kalen's first appearance with us was uh, just a little over a year ago. Oh, oh. I, it feels like it hadn't been that long. It's weird. Yeah, it's nuts, man. And especially this year is definitely skewing time. We get a do over for for all the, the time lost this year, right? <laughs> like that kind of in the mail. <laughs> when do we decide when that do over starts? Right. Uh, uh Depends on depends on a certain day in November. <laughs> <laughs> the next the next stimulus the next stimulus uh, check is actually just going to be a, a refund for all the time that we've wasted this year. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of actual money, they're just going to give us time back. Like here, this you this get last a voucher for God one free for it'll be July weekend. It'll be fucking <laughs> it'll be fucking New Year's Eve, and everyone's going to be ten, nine, eight, seven. 2020 <laughs> shit wow. and then the killer bees i'm sorry murder hornets murder come hornets come murder back hornets. Yeah. Yeah. they're in the ball depending on a birthday party <laughs> But man, I just, uh, I, I want to say, you know, uh, um, I don't know what I expected was going to happen when I took over Topless Robot. Um, I knew that, yeah, like I, I knew that this was the, the type of website and, and type of thing that I had been wanting to do for, for a very long time. I have a lot of ideas still. Uh, that have I have yet to you know kind of implement or or see to to fruition, um, 
And I always just kind of thought that it would be a bit easier. Like when when Topla, the idea of Topless Robot came up, uh, I always thought that it would just kind of be a little bit easier to hit the ground running with uh, an established property as opposed to starting from scratch with our own. Uh, and I tried to kind of start from scratch with uh, our own with Hearts and Barrels. Uh, and that didn't really go anywhere. And then this Topless Robot... Uh, opportunity came up and you know during its heyday it was getting four million plus views every month and um you know still receives a significant amount of traffic to uh, the old articles every month and i knew that i needed to move it into uh you know the way people take in media these days which is multimedia it's audio it's video you know uh, uh people don't read articles nearly as much as as they used to and um i did not realize just how much of a struggle it would be to build out an audience from that i just figured all right uh, i know what i want this to look like and I know who are my friends I want involved in this. And as I met, you know, more people along the way, I knew I wanted, you know, X person or Y person involved in, in something. We needed to collaborate and, and put something out. And so I, I really had no idea uh, what direction uh, Topless Robot would end up taking. I'm, uh, it's been an uphill battle. It's absolutely been an uphill battle. Uh, the internet is so flooded these days. I yeah, I was like going to say competing with saturation is really hard. <laughs> it used to be Truly. so much easier to get people to pay attention. You know, when I started my internet radio station, you know, a decade plus ago, uh, uh, it, I advertised for it on fucking OkCupid. Like I would just make a post whenever I went live on my internet radio station and I ended up with a large listener base that would like come into my IRC channel and we'd, you know, chat and listen to music all the fucking time. And it was great. And it was easy to build up a uh, loyal uh, listener base. And now it's like everyone's doing it. And it's so weird. But, you know, viewers, listeners or not, uh, the past two years of doing this have been so fulfilling to me and just fun and rewarding and building a team and just having fun, you know, talking to you guys every week and, uh, Kaylin, I don't even know that you and I would ever have have like talked as much as as we did uh, until I like I learned that you were into all the same shit that I was and and invited you on the podcast. And then we became super close friends like from there, you know, and yeah. like friendships and borderline family bonds born out of just us being a bunch of fucking nerds and and trying to do fucking the thing nerd. super nerds and uh, i uh, tell you guys a lot as our as our as our love accountant you really need, shouldn't just keep spending this much love all the time it's not sustainable 
Be more frugal with the love, Ryan. <laughs> Consider the economic model, Ryan. <laughs> I'm worried about your love interest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope you got a good APR on this. <laughs> <laughs> on your, on your love financing on love interests until 2022. I just got to say, uh, two years of doing this, uh, and uh, I'm so happy uh, to have ventured down this and uh to continue doing so um and uh it's yeah i'm excited for what the future holds and what we can come up with uh, you know some random shit to do i still have probably three videos of me and kaylin that i have to figure out how to edit together that were shot a year ago um like i want i'm i'm excited for future possibility like audience or no, I have so much goddamn fun with you guys and I love you all so, so very much. So Ditto. cheers. And it's a good thing we don't have any more anniversaries coming up. Cause I heard the same fucking speech a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that I'm one ended with here's to a hundred more. <laughs> but, well, I mean, we could say here's to a hundred more, but that would imply that you know we Weird. all become some kind of immortal beings that are also <laughs> doing a podcast. Well, now I, I guess already an anime that becomes that's why he got a 12 terabyte hard drive so we could upload our consciousnesses <laughs> yes. into it. Uh, Dan, Dan needs two fifty six megs. <laughs> Dan sitting here like don't don't threaten me don't threaten me Ryan so, don't threaten me with everlasting existence then uh, <laughs> what does that what does that come down to then do do we celebrate the hundreds right like so do we celebrate episode two hundred or do we celebrate our third year like what what's more important the the year milestone or the the number of episodes milestone so episode two hundred will come shortly after the before the fourth year so it'll be like year three and a half, three and like three quarters something okay. like that i mean right? i like i like celebrating them both because like yeah. you know yeah and i mean, I mean, I mean like, you know, 100 episodes is a big deal because then, then your show's occasion i'm me i'm gonna give a sappy speech on both regardless that's just what i do i'm sorry just i wait till episode 150 guys it it, <laughs> it just you know i'm not a tear drink you're coming <laughs> <laughs> I I feel incredibly uh, thankful and fortunate to have the friends that I do and and have the opportunity to do this. And uh, it's hard not to get sappy uh, at these milestones, you know, like especially considering I've got a long history of abandoning things once they become regular. Or after 15 minutes. Yeah, I mean, that's that too. <laughs> like I said, regular. You like one of your video games, Ryan. Use me and abuse me. Wouldn't that have been great if like, our first episode, Ryan just stood up and left? 15 <laughs> minutes and I'm like, hey, I'm bored. I bought a new podcast. <laughs> that use me and abuse me. It's just like, use me for a 15 minute quickie and toss me in the garbage. <laughs> I mean, I am. Upload me to the cloud. 
I am actually uh, starting a new podcast, so uh, uh, I'm I'm sorry, guys. Uh, it's, uh, this is it. <laughs> I am I seriously it. starting a new podcast, but it will not detract from this podcast. Okay. I was going to say. What's that one about? That one is going to be uh, tied in with my uh, Blue Bassist uh, YouTube channel. So um, <laughs> it'll be conversations with other musicians uh, talking about uh, kind of what got them into making music, uh, their, you know, uh, most interesting experience on the road or whatever. Like, Kaylin, you and I are going to be talking. So do I get to be on the podcast? Yeah, you're going to be on that podcast as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, like, it's uh, going to be called uh, the Groove Guild uh, because originally I thought that I would just talk to bass players, um, but I figured <laughs> that kind of limits my abilities no one's gonna watch it now <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but i like the name <laughs> i like the name of the groove guild too much so it's still gonna be called the groove guild just not going to be exclu <clears throat> exclusively bass players tasty gentlemen of the bass and sword <laughs> oh yes not like a round table, but it's like shaped like a base. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing I love talking about more than how I used to fucking tour and play shows. Yeah. Yeah. Four times. Days. You and I need Fuck to music. talk Fuck soon. Music. <laughs> That's a great. Yeah. <laughs> You and I That'd need to talk very podcast. soon because we were talking about that shit a long time ago. Uh, about making music. Mm -hmm. Musics. Music. Kaylin and I were, were talking about possibly starting a project. Oh, shit. Soon we'll be left behind. And you'll have a third podcast that's just making fun of the podcast <laughs> that you left. A musical <laughs> project. <laughs> Man. My, my what a fucking nerd. <laughs> well, we have gotten to the end of the podcast. Um, what, uh, what games have uh you gentlemen been playing over the past week i i, I kind of tossed over in my head i was like what's your what's your high point of the week i don't really know if that's what i want to ask because it's been a pretty rough week especially politically as with always oh, uh we live in a nightmare scape uh but uh what what uh what games you guys been playing uh so uh, this week, I had to re-up my CPR first, uh, first aid and Article 9 training for work. And because you can't go do that stuff in person, I had to play, like, a weird, shitty, like, four-hour point-and-click adventures game kind of thing. I was going to say, did you, yeah. play, did you play Trauma Center under the knife? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically, in some cases, it felt like that, because, like, I had to click my mouse, like, in time, you know, like, like within a hundred... <laughs> for staying alive? Minute. Uh, I, I did, uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, stand alive, stand alive. Oh no, I refreshed the page. <laughs> <laughs> He's alive again, right? <laughs> sir, oh, you're supposed to do CPR, not attempt and then fail at open heart surgery. <laughs> <laughs> no, With my internet connection, I, they would all die. I activated my my superpower, which slows down time. 
I can cut magic parasites out of people's bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I can tap to pet the tiger on my 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so I played that, which was necessary for work. <laughs> You're like Nintendogs? <laughs> no. You know, it, it felt like it felt like one of those. It felt like shovelware for a while until you got to the really juicy bits where I got to start bandaging people. That was once fun. you start upgrading your skill tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm dumping all of my points into luck here. <laughs> Mysterious stranger will show up and, and, and gauze the wound for me. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and I mean, beyond that, like Fist of the North Star and that like drumming game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I super need to get that drumming game. Uh, Jasmine oh. and I have been wanting to play uh, that uh, quite a bit. So I also got. Um, I finally got that fucking racing game that I've been talking about off and on for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, because uh, it, it released uh, this past week, right? Uh, or was it last yeah, week that it came yeah. out? I think it was like last weekend. Yeah. Um, uh, but I picked it up and it's it's cruising USA, man. It's really? Exactly what it is? Yeah, it's. It, I mean, the the tracks feel like it. It looks a little more like Ridge Racer, but it handles a lot like. Ridge so hmm. for twenty bucks, you want to relive the frustration of the timer running out before you make to the checkpoint. <laughs> What's it called? Racing is your game. That just made me stressed out like a little. It's bit. that. <laughs> it's that outrun uh, clone that uh, came out on Switch uh, last week. Uh, Does it have a name? Yeah, I can't a, remember what it's all called. All the racers, all the ra- hotshot racing, hotshot racing. Uh, all right. the racers, oh, I remember are, the like, now. are like your international like stereotype thing from the '90s. So like the Russian guy looks like Zangief, you know, and <laughs> the Japanese dude like is like a robot, you know, and just, it's it's just like ugh. Uh, Dude, since really since I set up uh, emulation on my uh, Nvidia Shield, um, I mm. revisited Ridge Racer on PSP, and man, Ooh. man, that was I was in my happy place. Like Ridge Racer on PSP actually fully um, embraced that their controls were loose as fuck and made it a drift focus <laughs> game so like in order to fill your nitrous canisters you have to drift which was not a mechanic in any of the previous games and it <laughs> is just still it's still too much fun those racing those old racing games like Wipeout and and ridge racer Wipeout. have such great soundtracks and uh, just oh they're they're so fun to go back to it's like weird Japanese Eurobeat stuff in the background. Yeah. Super into it. Yep. How about you, Tuller? Well, I found uh, Ring Fit <laughs> on oh, sale really? on Amazon. Uh, so I got it for like 65 instead of the 79 or whatever it is. Nice. Um, Not bad. And I enjoy it. Oh it yeah, it's very ass. cool. It's and yes, than it, it definitely it kicks is. your ass. My ankles. Like, your ankles hurt? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> My, you know what? My ankles did hurt. Like so, I said! Yeah. No. The first yeah. course I did was with a big foot. <laughs> I'm just picturing Tyler using it as one of those fucking skip it things from when we were kids. <laughs> <laughs> skip it. Skip it. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it's just like it's it is a lot of like especially with the first fight you do, you're just doing squats. And I oh, put it on squat. like Yeah. I put it on intense. I put it on the intense difficulty, Why? which is the hardest difficulty. Because I wanted to see. I, I was like, I don't know. I figured why not? And I then, thought like, Dan was the one of us who hates himself. <laughs> but you like I'm like running. I'm like, this isn't that bad. You yeah, know, like Dan those physical limitations, unlike Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after unlocking some of the Go ahead. After unlocking some of the, the exercises that you progress with, it's like squats should not have been a scene one that was no. like almost mandatory because they're <laughs> they they're, they hurt. I saw there it had me do like a hundred squats to fucking kill the first little Goomba thing or whatever it was that I was fighting. And I'm just like, what is this garbage? And I'm like falling over. I'm like, ah, just fucking die. <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't fucking die. And then I killed it. And then I kept running at this point. My legs are already spent. This is like the first fucking level. And then I like, Did you I, just, the... I haven't yet. I haven't gone back to it. <laughs> It broke me for a for for a while. You actually I actually left like, your chair for a few days. <laughs> I've actually been stuck here. This entire, yeah, I've been stuck I, here I haven't done it since the first day that I bought it back when it came out. Uh, but Aaron, I did like three weeks in a row, and I'm Aaron and uh, Ben, another uh, ex member of uh, Mini Bosses, are are doing a like a a daily routine with uh, We Fit and uh or not we fit ring fit ring uh and uh, they want me to to join them uh and the day before i was supposed to join them i broke my toe <laughs> so that wasn't gonna happen but I, i've been so you got wanting to get back into it <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Uh, uh, how can I get out of this? Smashing <laughs> <laughs> body parts against the walls and shit. Whoever breaks first. Oh. I'm sorry, oh, you're not yeah. Dan. Broke my toe. <laughs> how about you, Ding? Uh, nothing. Nothing particularly new. Uh, just bouncing back and forth between the same things. Uh. Oh, Can't Toe Jam and Earl and yeah. the, that Fisher Price uh, preschool game on uh, Windows 95. And Mr. Absolutely. Bucket. Yep. Mine's Mr. Mr. Bucket, man. Chasing around my house <laughs> for five hours at a time, screaming at the top Suck of my lungs. Balls. <laughs> Put my balls in my top. Out of my mouth, they will pop. <laughs> I'm just uh, playing a little bit of Space Station. And honestly, like all of the hype around Among Us is reminding me that, like, among Us is like Space Station, but if you like took away all the nuance, almost. Um, I don't <laughs> even think it's it reminded me of. Yeah, I don't even necessarily think it's a bad thing. It's just like you know, people have to do tasks to uh, keep the game flow going and everything. That's how it is in Space Station. It's just like your tasks are way more convoluted and also like rewarding in some way. But it's the mm. same thing. Like depending on the population of the server, uh, X number of people are chosen to be some kind of trader. So it's the same idea, right? Then you're always trying to weed out whoever that trader is. So it cracked me up earlier, Tyler, when you were like, well, I played for fucking four hours and I only got to be the trader once. It's like, yeah, that's i uh, I've known people who've gone like months to years on space station without ever being picked to be the trader. Oh my God. So the, the pain is real. I, I feel it. I think in the entire time I've played, I've been a trader once. So it's, uh, 
It, and, it do be like that. But what fucked me up was I had never played Among Us until Friday. And our first game, I was the imposter. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta go kill people. <laughs> yeah, I know. I did all right. I, it, I, did, I did not win a single game as the imposter. Yeah, and hey, that's also true to Space Station is the traders will almost always get caught and die. So don't worry about it. You're, you're on par for the course. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Space Station Space Station just takes a lot more upkeep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is why I like it, because I can actually like get lost in a job for hours. And uh, like I said, there's there's tangible rewards, but I can see like the total different appeal in both games. Yeah, because rounds of Among Us last what like how long? Five, ten minutes. Yeah, I mean it's not very long sure. at all. It's easy to to dive in. Yeah, instead of your one and a half to three hour space station rounds. So, yeah, right. Yeah, it's a cool game though. I I, I get it. I'll, I'll probably pick it up at some point. Even, well, it's free, so whatever. But either well, way, it's free yeah. on mobile. Five bucks on Steam. Oh, okay. That's dirt cheap. Yeah. I bought it on Steam. Figured, why not? Same. Can you play with people on Steam with your mobile device? Yeah. Oh. Well, fuck yeah. Yeah, uh, because Friday (laughs) night we had a a mix of people playing mobile and and PC, and it was fine. Nice. Worked very nice. Very nice. Uh, Cal N, uh, what have you been playing? Um, speaking of Space Station, I've been playing uh, No Man's Sky. <laughs> Damn, got welcome kind of to the holy shit. I've never seen you, I've never seen such a spark of hope. Against <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't worry. It was wrong of me to get my hopes up. The game has a population of like a couple hundred people. (laughs) I would have seen you on there. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to hope in your eye that immediately died. (laughs) Welcome to the uh, oh shit, no man's sky actually got good uh, clan. Well, no, I played it uh, since you know it had its first major origins update like a year or so ago, and I just. Uh, I think I went back on tour and then didn't get back into it. So uh, I got back into it and my brother is playing it. Also, we kind of started at the same time and we got to play together, which is pretty cool. You know, get to talk to each other and explore. Uh, So that's a real that's pretty appealing. But uh, that's only been the last couple of days. Been doing a lot of design work and working on stuff for the band and the clothing lines and stuff. Nice. Yeah. Cool. How about you? Nothing Ryan? exciting. Um, you know, uh, still uh, playing a lot of Hades, but uh, uh, especially over the past couple of days, playing uh, just reading a lot. I started reading the. I started reading Neuromancer, uh, and started uh, reading the latest. Uh, I've talked about the author before. He's an ex uh, ex cracked uh, writer. And he, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not David Wong; it's uh, Robert Brockway or or something like that. Oh. Um, he apparently came out with a new book this year, and for the life of me, I can't remember the fucking name of it. Do you uh, call it Brockaway Beach? <laughs> I 
His latest book is Carrier Wave. And it's a horror. So like previously, I talked about the books that that he had done that uh, I got really into. I still haven't read the whole trilogy. I've only uh, done the first one. Uh, but it's about like the... Uh, unnoticeables is the first book in that series where like people who you know you kind of for you can't describe what they look like the second you look away from them and there are these you know worshipers of this weird thing and you know it's uh very uh, punk aesthetic in it and and it's a lot of fun and, and a really uh interesting story uh but carrier wave is totally unrelated to that and near as I can tell, doesn't have a main character. I'm a quarter of the way through the book, and everyone I've followed so far has died. (laughs) Spoilers! So, uh, it's about a... And I also didn't realize the time jump. So, like, you start with, like, these uh, SETI uh, researchers who find this signal in space... And uh, <laughs> sorry, I got really scared me. And it, uh, they are like trying to figure out what to do about it and, and stuff. And um, one of them is the skeptic, the other two are like gung ho. And it, it turns out that this is this signal by listening to it changes your behavior and it's basically the first um virus spread by audio is it country music (laughs) (laughs) but you can either become you can uh (laughs) either become a manic a sleeper uh or a uh spreader or something like that where the manics start losing their ability to talk and just get violent and kill and you know uh uh anyone around them uh the sleepers stay like dormant like they go totally prone or whatever they're just completely devoid of any motion but if you get close to them they rip your arms off and the uh, uh, carriers or spreaders are so have com- sex with everyone. Well, they're so compe- <laughs> like like with any virus, you need some spreading component. You need something that's going to actually because the other two are just killing everyone. So in order for it to be effective, it needs to be able to transmit. So the people who are spreaders uh, are so co- like if they're so compelled to spread the signal that if they don't have the ability to do so after a certain amount of time, they die. So it's... That explains the non-maskers. It's a really interesting uh, book so far. Uh, Like, I'm a quarter of the way through, and it's a big one. And uh, like I said, each time I've thought that I've had someone who we're going to be with for a while, by the end of the chapter, they're dead. And, uh, like, I finally get to a chapter where, for the first time, it's in first person. I'm like, all right, we've got our guy. 
we're no longer referring to, you know, the various characters that we're following by their name. It's I this, I that. Yeah, no. By the end of the chapter, he's dead. Is that making it easier or harder to keep reading? It's just interesting. It is, I, I, I would say it is kind of harder to keep reading just because I feel like I, I don't have, like I'm not following the progress of a person. Right. Um, but uh, I don't know. So it's they just, all inevitably get infected and die or they get killed by someone with the virus or... Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I mean, it's it's both. basically both. Yeah, it's it's a different okay. story for for each, pretty much. And there is some intersection with some of the previous stories, you know, that that you read. But it, it almost reads like a collection of stories with a common link, as opposed to a contiguous story. And uh, through reading these collections of stories, with each story, you're learning more about the base subject, which is this signal. So if there's a main character in this book, it's the signal. Send the signal, man. And it's, it's super interesting. Right now. It it's, sounds yeah, right. <laughs> not like a very good time. Of- and it came out like <laughs> two months ago. <laughs> He's probably writing it like, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, probably been it, at his, on his editor's desk since all this happened. And, uh, yeah. If you have Kindle Unlimited, it's on Kindle Un- uh, uh, Unlimited. And uh, I have been super enjoying Game it. Game Pass so. of books. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, uh, I think I that'll... Okay. <laughs> on that so note, hard. thank you everyone for watching and or listening. Please watch Brooks be very uncomfortable while we wait for this credits crawl. Surely we can't have this many people in our credits. Good news is I'm done peeing. <laughs> Did you know this podcast is powered by Acast? Acast is the home of podcasting. For creators looking for freedom to grow their listeners and make money too. And creative brands looking for smart ways to advertise. Podcasters and advertisers in the know know Acast. It's time you did too. Visit acast.com to find out more. Acast for the stories.